Hello everyone, my name is Christian. Welcome back to Tech Point. Today our guest is Adam, the founder of Startup Sales. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Very good. Excited to, to have you on the podcast. Please uh, tell us what you do. Uh, well, I help uh, B2B companies uh, with their sales processes and structures. So going from uh, you know zero to a million in under a year and then scaling that to 15 to 20 million in revenue. Okay, so uh, you have your own company and also some uh, freelancers that you work with, or is it more like a strategic uh, uh, help? Strategic help. I work with the founders and the sales leaders on you know creating the structure and the processes and improving them and things like that. Usually, what was the size of the company that you work with in terms of people, like ten to fifty people? In terms of people, about you know early stage five to ten, up to about okay. you know thirty forty. Okay. Okay. And what do you say is the biggest mistake that you see founders make? Depends on the stage. Um, or let's say know, on, on the stages or uh, the top three mistakes, something that you can structure. <laughs> yeah. On the early stages, I think it's not starting on sales. You know, it's very easy because most founders are t tend to be technical. So what they tend to do is go with what they're what they know and what they're comfortable with. And that okay. means kind of ignoring sales. Um, and then only to come find out too late that your product that you built is not saleable. It doesn't solve enough of a pain to get the dollar amount that you need. Yes. Okay, so this is for the for the early stage and uh, let's say yeah. on the on the later stage after so they later, get some revenue. Later stage, once you start to get some traction as founder-led yeah. sales, uh, then what happens is I think I mean, there's many mistakes, but a big one is uh, hiring a sales leader, either too okay. early or hiring the wrong sales leader. You know, many people, let's say you're, you know, you're an early stage startup or early, early stage company, and you are ready to hire uh, your first salesperson. Yes. Or, or even if you have a salesperson, you're ready to hire a leader for them. It's the same, the same concept goes you go and you look, I'm going to hire the best one. This, I found somebody that's the, the VP of sales or the top salesperson for Salesforce for five years straight. Uh, yep. nobody could, nobody could touch him. Uh, their numbers are great. I think okay. he'll, he'll do well here. Yes. That typically is a mistake because this person is selling on a sales cycle and sales process meant for Salesforce or for a really big company. Um, and that does not work for your company. Uh, I'll give you an example. If somebody calls you right now and, and says, Hey, this is Adam from Google. You're not, you're not sitting there with your defense mechanisms up. You're yeah. And what, what, like you're eager, ready to hear what's going on. Yes. But if I call you, I'm calling from XYZ. Okay. Now you're like, Hey, what do you want to, who is this? Yeah. And so that's a really big difference as well as, you know, when you're a big company like, like Salesforce, just stick with this example, you don't have to convince people or, or build that trust with people. Yeah, people know Salesforce, but when you're an unknown company, people don't know you. You have to build that trust as well as build the business case. So that's the difference there. And how should founders hire their first uh, salesperson? Should they look for somebody that's done it before? So started in a, in a small company, now working at a larger organization and uh, somebody that wants to get their hands dirty again? 
Yeah, definitely at the earliest stage, don't look for a VP of sales. You don't need a VP of sales. A VP of sales, what their job is, is to come in and scale. Uh, And that means a process that you've already built and you already have a sales team selling. Uh, It's not to create the the first sales. So what you need is somebody that comes in and and is ready to get their hands dirty. Somebody that has done it before in the earlier stage. Don't does not necessarily need to have the experience selling the same kind of product to the same kind of audience. It needs to be the same kind of sales process. Meaning if you're selling a $500 a month or a $20,000 a year product, you need somebody that has experience around that kind of sales process because, and in the same stage as a company as you are, that person will more likely excel and and succeed rather than the top person from Salesforce. Of course, of course. And my next my next question would be: Why should uh, why do founders uh, come to you for for their help, or uh, what what are their uh, let's say their problems? <laughs> do they know how to scale? Do they know how to hire the first person? What's so the typical can... use case? So there's two questions there. The first one: Why do they come to me? Um, is because I've done this before myself. I've done it uh, four times. Uh, three of them. Very successful. One IPO, one unicorn. One is on its way to be a unicorn. Another failure, but you learn from those two. Um, and typically, you know, there's three stages that a company goes through, and this is the three stages I help with. Okay. Lead generation. Mm-hmm. We got to generate leads because without without having people to talk to, everything else is pointless. Yes. And so that's the first stage I help companies with is filling up the top of the funnel and creating that pipeline. And then the next thing is, is conversion. How do we convert these people that are now coming to us? How do we convert them? What structure do we need? How do we structure the first call? How do we run a demo? How do we, do we need a trial? Do we need a POC? Is our pricing aligned? How do we negotiate it? What's our contract look like? Um, all of this kind of stuff. And we put into together processes and structure for that. Once we get that and we see that, okay, we've hired a handful of uh, salespeople and they're able to do this now. Okay, now we're ready to scale. Now we need a VP and now we need to put in the the right tools in place so that we can start measuring where, you know, the conversion from from a demo to a POC that we could increase 1%, but that means an extra $3 million AR in, in net new revenue. Um, and that's that scale side. That's the third side. Okay, but I'd love to know the career path that you took and let's say to dive deeper into the, those three companies and basically your story uh, to to find out exactly how you did it. Uh, so maybe can you start from, from right after college, your experience <laughs> and how, how the journey was? <laughs> Because sure, I saw you so... have a lot of experience also investing, also mentoring. So that would be uh, nice to have on the on the podcast. Okay. So right after college, well, let's first start with college. I, I was going to college and for, to learn more about property and real estate. Okay. And then I figured it's not for me. Yeah. It has value for some people, but it wasn't for me. So I dropped out mm. I figured what can they teach me that I can't learn on my own and get experience along the way. Again, I'm not going for a doctor or something like that. So yes. Um, and I started doing that on my own. I had that. I started doing a real estate business and also had a loan company that I started as well. So I had two different companies. But then uh went on vacation, was having more fun on vacation than I was in working. 
was a stressful time in my life. So I decided I'm going to shut everything down and stay and have fun for a few years. Uh, <laughs> and I did that. Then I went okay. into tech. After, after having a few years break, I went into tech. Uh, and as a salesperson, that's where I started to, you know, help these companies and build, uh, be the first salesperson and, and grow like that. And what was the first company? A uh, company called similar web. Yep. Well, a it's lot still, of people know it if, if you're in yeah. marketing. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And after similar web, uh, what are the, the journey? So continued going from one company to another and being the first salesperson growing like that until I got to one where they, they pushed me to the limits of my, of my knowledge. And then I okay. decided, okay, well, how do I continue to grow? I need to meet people. So I thought, okay, I'm going to reach out to people that have done this similar situation to mine and ask them for their advice. And I thought, okay, well, if I'm doing that, I might as well record it. I can't be the other one. And I started a podcast. Okay. And okay. so started podcasts. And then the founder of that company, he told me, Hey, Adam, you're on track to do this. You'd probably be a better CEO than I would. Uh, <laughs> and it really got me starting to think. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe. And then I kept going with that direction. And then eventually people started reaching out to me for help and consulting. Um, and then I started going down that path, reading about, okay, how do I become a consultant? What do I do? You know, I, I know I know my stuff, but how do I teach that? It's, I don't want to come and just do it for people. I want actually people to learn from it. Right. Uh, so I started taking classes and stuff in there, started learning there, helping more and more companies, getting, uh, building relationships with uh, different VCs that uh, they refer me to their portfolio companies as well. And then that started getting me into, you know, I do some angel investing now. Uh, where I, a couple companies that uh, fit my parameters and I'll put some yeah. money into that to see where that goes. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. But at multiple companies, you're the first sales hire and help mm -hmm. them scale to a certain level. Yes, correct. For and what companies. was the, let's say the maximum level or the biggest company you said to IPO one time. <laughs> yeah. Similar web is IPO'd. Uh, I don't know where they're at now, but uh, they're still on the market. Yep. Um, Another company, one, one is a unicorn. One, one of them we did really well with, but they are a private company. So mm. they're not, they're not VC backed. They're not going in that direction, but we did really well with them. Uh, one of them was a comp complete failure. Um, I think they're still alive today, but in some sense or another, but they're not really going anywhere. Hopefully but, that changes. Uh, uh, these companies worked full time. Like uh, yeah. as an employee or partner, not uh, as a consultant. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. And uh, how did you start podcasting? Just it came uh, from doing these interviews to learn. And then you said I should okay. uh, share it with others as well. Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it came at the initial thought processes. I need to interview other people. I need to learn from them. I might as well record it, make a podcast. So, uh, and my advice to anybody listening that wants to go to do something similar. Just go do it. And I'm sure you could say the same. Uh, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I started just recording on Zoom with wireless, wired headphones in, in my bedroom. It sounded really echoey, but who cares? It, yes. Action is better than no action. Of course. And so far, how many episodes have you done? Ooh, I think about 110, 120. Okay. And uh, are you still doing it? Yes. Okay, nice. So people can, can subscribe. What, what is the name of the podcast? 
startup sales startup sales okay exactly like the like the website yeah. um and um uh, i i wanted to ask you right now you are f- uh, full time doing this uh, consulting uh co- companies correct yeah and what is the difference between uh, working full time at a startup and uh, consulting multiple companies at the same time how did you learn it you said you took some resources and uh, i love to know that yeah so You'd love to know the resources or what the difference uh, is? No, the, the process or what you learn, in, in short. <laughs> sure. So first of all, you have to put your ego aside. I guess with any great leadership, you have to put your ego aside. But there's often, you know, I see the path and I know what the path is. In First of all, let's take a, a sidestep. There's more than one path for any problem. There's yes. multiple paths to solve of, uh, so to solve something, but I see a clear path that I would take, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the founders that I'm working with have to take it. And even though they trust me and they they appreciate my advice, they don't have to take my advice. And that and and that was a hard pill to swallow at the beginning because it's like, okay, we got to do it like this, and they're like, no, we've got another way to do it. Okay. Um, so that was interesting. I don't remember where I'm going with this. I was just rambling. <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> uh, yeah, about uh, how, how you learned to be a consultant, basically. Mm-hmm. What was the mindset uh, shift? It's very similar to sales in that you need to ask good questions. Either sales or good leaders Good salespeople and good leaders do this. And this is where even if you know the answer, it's better to let the person you're helping come up with the answer on their own and you just direct them and give them the the road to come up with it. So ask them the right questions so that they could come up with it themselves. This is the best. Yes, (laughs) I love that. And uh, what would be your best piece of advice for a starting salesperson? So let's say somebody like you, that that's just starting uh, 10 years ago or when you started your journey, what advice would you give yourself or somebody that's in a similar position to yours? Don't wait. Just start taking action. Even if you don't know, perfection is non-existent. You're going to suck. You're going to fail. Just get it out of the way and do it now so that you could get to the good stuff quicker. Right, right. Um, I'd love to know what is your biggest challenge throughout the journey? Which step? Or let's say um, the biggest challenges that you see founders are uh, struggling with or some mistakes in general? I'll stick with the original question. My biggest challenge with success in sales and, and startups and consulting was my own personal journey right at the beginning is, as I said, I took some time off to relax and stuff. And then I was living paycheck to paycheck and really out financially and really in a bad place. And I couldn't pay rent. I couldn't, I I took the last hundred bucks or so I had, I bought a bag of dog food for my dog and a few bags of pasta for myself. And that was it. Went to my landlord, told him I'm not going to be able to pay him. 
<laughs> asked him for some leeway because I would like to pay him, uh, but I need some time. He was a very nice man. He let me, uh, gave me the freedom that I needed. But the hardest part was was going transitioning from that and getting a job into tech. And I applied to hundreds and hundreds of different companies and jobs and didn't get any responses. And I think the thing that helped and is that one of my friends made an introduction to me to the hiring manager and that helped. So my advice from this is that go and network, go and build those relationships because that's exactly what sales is, is building relationships. And that's the way in. And that's where you're going to get to go where you want in life is these relationships. Great advice. I saw a statistic uh, a few weeks ago that 70% of the hires are made through networking. So it's, it's easier to ask for a recommendation than to apply to hundreds of jobs. This was also my, uh, my path before joining yeah. uh, TechPon. I applied to multiple companies and they all said no because I didn't have a, a degree or I was too young or stuff like that. Kind of stupid stuff. Yes. Hey, it's just like, it's just, oh, yeah. you don't check the box. Yes. And it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we, we, we learned our lessons from that. Uh, I have a question that I ask everybody on the podcast. If you have a fa- favorite SaaS product or a favorite software that you use and you'd recommend to other people. Oh, there's a lot. Or top three. Um, I'm using one now that is really good and I recommend everybody use it for that's in sales or even if you're a founder and you're wanting to keep in top of stuff. Social selling is huge and, and being involved in social media is really important. And this company is called Break Cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it does, I mean, it's got a small CRM. I don't use it for that. But the main purpose is it allows you to add people to a list from LinkedIn. Okay. And then it gives you a consolidated feed of just those people. So you can make multiple lists. So I could say, hey, these are my podcast guests. These are my potential clients. These are my clients. And I could see just a list of a a feed of just those people. And I could go like and comment on those. So that way it's a clean feed. I don't have to go through all the garbage that is on there and spend hours a day. I could go spend five minutes a day, go and like and comment on all my prospects, posts and then that way i'm staying in t- on top of mind without sending an email hey where are things standing hey are we going to continue and bs like that well well really helpful and you can do this directly in the app so or is it an extension uh, yes, directly through the app well okay so those are my main questions is there anything else that you want to share today on the podcast before <laughs> we close open-ended thing <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it goes back to the one piece of uh, advice that you said you asked me is just start taking action and start learning. And But that action, if there's a lot of founders listening to your show here, I think it's also take action in the negative way as well. So let's say you hired somebody, fire okay. quickly. You know, if you think it's not going right, it's probably not. Go, next. Uh, I know that sounds really impersonal and stuff, but... You know, it's the survival of your company and one bad person could also bring down the whole company and you've got a whole team to work, uh, worry about. So action is very important. 
Momentum kills all deals. Thank That's you so it. much for this. <laughs> Very yeah. wise. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you joining the show. And uh, yeah, thank you. Pleasure. <laughs>